Hey guys, this is uh, just a quick note about today's episode. I had a slight problem with my video camera, and there is no video for the first five minutes. The audio's fine, and it's, but you're just going to see a placeholder, uh, some text up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast, it won't matter. But just bear with me, and about five minutes in, the video comes rolling, and I appreciate uh, you still listening to it because I think it's worth it, and I didn't really have any way of going in and recreating the video with the audio. So thanks, guys. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Chris Bircher, and this is still Knowledge Plus Experience Equals Wisdom, and this is episode 49. Who are you? Okay, so we kind of alluded to this question in multiple episodes, and I'll follow up the question of who are you with who am I? Who are we? What, is, what does life matter? And, and, and I, I, in preparation for episode 50, which is going to be in a couple weeks, you've still got... Uh, Curiosity episode 10 was f- finished my Curiosity interview series, uh, which, spoiler alert, will feature myself, uh, interviewing myself. And then episode 50. And as I've alluded to or promised, episode 50 is going to be the beginning of the turn of a new direction for knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. I look at episodes 1 through 50, my first year or so, as being an attempt to organize all the things that I want to talk about and throw them all out there. And now I have a body of work that I can sort of build from and things I've learned from you, uh, things I've learned doing it, and then take that down to the next logical um, filtered level, the, the next, the next focal point, maybe take those scatterbrained ideas and see how they fit together and, and try to figure out what's going on in my brain. And in the process of doing that, I've thought a lot about who the audience would be for KEW. And, of course, primarily and selfishly, and probably erroneously, it's me, right? But there's other people like me. There's a lot of us out there who are just curious, introspective, maybe a little sensitive, maybe a little dreamer, maybe a little different, maybe a little outside the box. Anyway... What is this? What do, who are these people? And, and how do I get in touch with you? How do you get in touch with me? How do we unite and make this discourse that I, that I keep dreaming about that exists out there in the world somewhere? And for the most part, a lot of this has been done, and there are a lot of existing communities. They're all different. You know, it depends on, like I said in one of the episodes about science probably, are you a lumper or a splitter? You know, do you want to split people apart based on differences or do you want to group people together based on similarities? And I'm, I'm looking to find the similarities in people. And, and, and so as I go back up the chain, as far upstream as I can possibly go, these people, we, this community, we start with being introspective and asking questions like, who am I? Why am I here? What is the meaning of life? Why does the sun rise? Why is the sky blue? All that stuff, just naturally curious people. And I think you will hear from many different schools of thought, whether it's philosophers or psychologists or religious religions, um, that this kind of questioning is a natural human condition. We are curious beings. We want to know things. Uh, And so ultimately, I am trying to get my finger on what I consider to be one of the basic human needs to understand, to ponder, to be able to ask questions and seek information and learn stuff um, and just be curious. And it's not about getting the answer. 
It's not about the end. It's about the path. It's about what motivates you. One of the things I'll talk about next week is that, you know, at the very, at the very basic level, curiosity is a motivator. And there are lots of different ways to be motivated. Okay. One of the things that I think is a common theme among us people that ask questions like, who am I? Is that this question in and of itself does not have an answer, number one. There is no, oh, that, oh, I'm G. That's, okay, I'm done. I don't have to ask, you know, you don't, again, it's the path. It's the journey and not the destination. We don't really want a sentence or two to say this is who you are. You know, and, and, and interestingly enough, there are things like personality tests and the Enneagrams you may know about and the Myers-Briggs that will tell you, oh, this is who you are. You're an adventurer. You're a creator. You're a leader. You know, that, that's, that's all well and good, and those things are fun. And I don't even really think they're self-serving. I think they help us. I think they help us narrow down kind of like this funnel thing, which I'm doing with knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. You go from the infinite and gosh, infinity is too much to ponder. It's just too beyond the human scope. And so let's narrow this down a little bit to get to a point where I can at least think about this, the subject. And so, yeah, Myers-Briggs and those kind of things, it's cool to think about um, how I might be, what my personality type is, how you might be. That's characteristic, but it's still not going to give you a definitive answer of who you are. <laughs> and it's silly to think that. And, and, and a, but upstream of that is the idea that you never know. You'll never know. But you can learn more about it. And that the process of understanding yourself better is somehow linked to this idea of enlightenment or living the best life or being happier, reducing suffering, um, following the path. So we can think about who we are in the context of this bigger question. I'm curious about what I want to be. I understand that I'm never really going to know that, but I need to be able to ask questions to understand myself a little bit better. And some part of this is another element of what we're doing here. We're curious, we're, we're thinkers, we're creative, we're, we want to know more about the world that we live in so that we can live the best life that we can. And something about saying that sounds, you know, pretentious, right? I want to live the best life I can. Well, who are you to want that? But, but that's part of it. It's about this path of enlightenment or, or, or reaching your higher level self or whatever you want to call it. I don't, there is no consensus about these things. There's no consensus about people who are on the path to enlightenment that are curious about living a better life, being a better person, understanding themselves. But at the beginning of all this, well, but the, we exist, and it's important for us to have the tools that we need to get this basic fundamental need met. For many of us, this is a value. You know, one of my values is about feeling grateful for and appreciating the life that I have. I am alive. I bring to this world my, my human capacity and abilities. I have been giving, given or I have found or have received awareness and sight and hearing, and I want to actualize and realize what these things are. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm, I, this is a long way to go to justify why you put some, you know, whether or not it's valuable to ask this question. Okay, so hopefully we all agree that the who am I question is valid and it entails a whole bunch of other stuff. 
So one of the things we, I think, realize early on when we think about the who am I is we're not just one person, right? It's almost funny to think about like that, the idea of multiple personalities and, and, and not to diminish true mental illness with respect to schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder and some of these things that I don't really understand. I don't want to go there, but I'm not making light of this. We are comprised of what the Toltecs call different characters and what psychologists have described as different parts and different elements. And what I am learning is that, yeah, I, I, my belief system and my values and my thoughts come from multiple lines of thinking. And the neat thing about it is there are these parts, these characters, these personality subsets of what makes me, me, or you, you, have different ages. And I've mentioned the, 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 the idea of inner child work or reconnecting with your younger self that psychologists will, will, and therapists will recommend that you do. And there's practices, and it's pretty neat. And I've done some of this work myself. To reconnect with younger versions of ourselves, our personalities, and again, the words, the semantics, I don't know if personality is not the right word, but that's the one we understand. These characters, parts, personalities that are within each one of us stopped aging and 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 so we are comprised of you know individual sub selves sub personalities that are of different ages and we can reconnect with these things and i personally have you know reconnected with parts of me that kind of stopped aging at 10 or 9 or 7 or 13 when something dramatic or traumatic or important happened and decisions were made and these personality subsets sort of started a job or a role and carried that with them. And then when you go back and visit them, they're kind of still that age. Uh, Fascinating. And again, whatever you want to call them, these are things that happen to people. And they are in the realm of psychology and neuroscience. And we don't really understand how they work. And and again, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) We just know that they do. And that's part of this exploration is accepting that we have multiple complex personalities and that we can identify with those things. And in order to answer the who am I question, we have to. Part of the process is going, oh man, I do this. I'm scared of reptiles because of something that happened to me when I was eight. And some part of my personality is still that eight-year-old kid reacting in that moment. And uh, there's lots of different ways I can deal with that, but I have incorporated this experience into who I am. And so part of who I am is this. I hope that makes sense. Um, and and then it's, it's it's about today in as much as it's about yesterday. It's a, you know it's it's Jose Ortega y Gasset. I am myself and my circumstances. We are who we are right now, plus everything that's happened up to this point. And so, in order to move forward, I think some of the first questions that we ask ourselves, or some of the first things that we do, are. What do I know? What have I learned? What knowledge do I have? What, what have I done? What have I experienced? What experiences do I have? And how do those things overlap with one another? And maybe I've had multiple experiences of the same, the same experience over time, but my knowledge was different, and I can see where I've grown. And so, you know, we are biological, and so we change through time. And... 
there's mental understanding and biological, physical experience and the overlap of those two things. And so that that's part of who we are. You know, I, um, I, my, I grew up and my dad, going with the snake thing, my dad was a snake collector and we always had snakes in the house and we went out and collected snakes as a hobby. And although I have a little bit of respect and fear and kind of an innate concern about some serpents, uh, I'm, I'm pretty okay with reptiles. And so my, that, that part of my life that has to do with snakes might be a little bit different from yours or someone else's. And it may be a little bit unusual or, and it may not matter, but it's part of something that I did. And now I have feelings about reptiles that other people might not, or might. That's a really silly kind of example, but you know, it comes down to what the Toltecs call taking a personal inventory. What do I know? What have I done? What do I like? What do I think is important? What are my values? What have I learned through time that I now, like a weather person, forecaster, that I now incorporate into my life as a belief system? Do I believe in luck? Do I believe in karma? Do I believe in being a good person creates good results? Or do I believe that it's every person for themselves and I can do whatever I want in the world and I don't care if I um, make other people feel bad? That value system, that belief system, that's all part of this who you are. And, And then, of course, it gets really interesting to think about how you learned this, how you decided, like right now, you know, it's like maybe snakes is a bad example, but let's just use it as an arbitrary, silly thing to talk about. How do you feel about snakes? Are you terrified of them? Do you hate them? Do you kill them with a hoe if you see them in the yard? Why? Is that because snakes did something to you? Did snakes get in your bed when you were a kid and scare the crap out of you? Or is this one of those things that you learned from other people and you saw your parents and your grandparents and your aunts and uncles and people in your neighborhood making a big deal out of snakes and telling you the stories about how they'll bite their tail and roll down the hill and jump out and bite you, and so you got to kill them. Um, is this you or is this them, right? Who am I? Well, are you really talking about who you are? Do you hate snakes because somebody taught you to hate snakes? Is that about you? Is that about them? Does it matter? And this whole idea of personal inventory goes through these things, right? Go through the list of what your beliefs and your values and your likes and your dislikes are and ask yourself the question, did I ever, did I decide this? <laughs> Was this decided for me? And then decide, is that important? It, if something was decided for you, your parents told you, you are a Southern Baptist. Okay, is that cool? Am I cool with that? Am I cool as being identified into this thing without free will or choice? If so, then yeah, that's what you are. And then you could say, okay, I am this. If not, then you go, well, what am I? It's like, well, what is this? Oh, it's religion. Okay, well, what are all the other, what are my choices? What are my options? Now let's go through them. Okay, I think I'm this, but I'm, you know, I'm going to leave it open. I'm this right now, but maybe as I learn more through time, 10, 15 years down the road, maybe I'll be something different. That's all part of the process, right? And that's what we're talking about. That's what I'm getting at. That's part of what this is about. Again, I know, I guess, I assume, not everybody's like this. Some people may think it's silly or stupid, or this just could be me projecting based on my past experiences. Maybe 
everybody's like this. Um, but maybe they're not. And so maybe some people think this is stupid. And I guess I don't. that's fine. And I'm just recognizing that not everybody might care and sort of contextualizing this whole thing as being important to the people that it's important to. If you are the type of person to ask yourself these questions, this is some stuff that I've discovered and that I think is a necessary part of the process. And I would love to hear what you think. And maybe there's more. And maybe there's things I don't know. And I can be augmented. Let's all put this out in a pile for the group to say, yeah, this is cool. Um, I'm curious about this. And that's a good idea. And I'm going to try that. And I really learned a lot from that. Or no, that didn't work out so good. I don't think that was a good idea. Maybe it's not for everybody. Or have you ever thought about this? And so on. And so this, this us versus them thing helps you figure out who you are, right? And who they are. And I've often said, and I've been told, you know, it's not like I make this stuff up. Stand on the shoulders of giants. I'm repeating things I've learned from other people. And I'm just a sim, I'm the assimilator, you know? Uh, some of it's my independent thought, obviously. It's my interpretation of the music that's been played to me in the past by people wiser than I, in most cases. Um, uh, uh, so what was my point? Is it, is it us? Oh, oh, so when you're developing your personality in adolescence, a lot of that pattern or that process follows a, 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 a pattern oftentimes. Many people in figuring out who they are when they're, you know, adolescents, teenagers, this is kind of when we do that in a development, you know, infants through that old age, you know, you go through these, these patterns that are fairly predictable and fairly repetitive. And of course, there's always exceptions to the rules, but many of us figure out who we are by declaring what we are not. We rebel against things we don't like and sort of whittle down the world to a point where what's left, <laughs> and eventually we fall on something that we do like. You know, for me, I didn't like the rich kids and the jocks uh, and the the sort of um, snobby people uh, because they made me feel bad or I felt bad around them or they behaved in ways that I was uncomfortable with. And maybe that wasn't the right way to go about it, but I sort of rebelled against that scene. And, you know, I was more a greaser than a soch, <laughs> to, 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 to paraphrase the outsiders. Um, and that's just the way it was. And, and as I got older, I sort of I understand better how and why I did that and realized that it wasn't necessarily the best way to do things, but it's something that we do. I'm not that, so I must be this. Is, is not an uncommon way to do it. It's, it's about sorting ourselves in, into groups. And that's how we understand the world. It's the funnel. I could be anything. Well, I don't really want to be an astronaut because um, I'm scared of heights. And you slowly work your way down. And maybe the decisions you make aren't always for the best reasons or whatever, but that's why we are introspective and we ponder things and we ask questions. And as we move through life, we change our mind and that's the way it is. And that's, for me, it's a good thing because that's who I am. Maybe that's not who you are. Maybe that's not who everybody else is. And then I think one of the goals or maybe the ultimate goal about this whole thing is how do you feel about yourself? Do you love yourself? Who am I and am I comfortable with that? And this because this is an opportunity to change who I am or change the way I think or change my behavior and become the person that I 
would rather be or a person that I can love. And if there are elements about you that you are uncomfortable with or dislike or don't love, wouldn't you think part of the goal of life is to reduce that, dare I say, suffering or dissatisfaction or discontent and improve the conditions of your life? And and, and that goes back up to sort of the universal, another universal tenet of this is that I think people who ask questions like this also want to just feel better on a daily basis. I'm not looking for some Pollyannish world where I'm always high as a kite and on cloud nine. I don't believe in that any more than I believe we ever answer some of these questions. The idea is that on a day-to-day basis, we're more comfortable than discontent. We're more satisfied than restless. We're more at peace than at, at strife or whatever, right? That, I think, is, is, is another tenant of this path to enlightenment or whatever we want to call it. And hopefully in the next 50 episodes, I'll come up with some better terminology to talk about these things. And at the same time, I don't know that that's a goal. We know, you know what I'm talking about. We don't necessarily have to have the right words or certainly not create new words. Um, Yeah, so I hope, as somebody who's watching this, you you probably are down with the who am I question or the who are you question and the why and the what ifs and the what is and how and the what's and all those things. You're a curious person. And hopefully this has introduced maybe a potential regime or pattern or um, set of questions and an approach, if you will, to sort of help you make peace with that question and just to be on the path of the who am I question. And I, and as much as I'm just offering my experience as a potential way of thinking and understanding things, I welcome (laughs) your take on this idea. So if you're the and obviously you are the type of person who would ponder who you are and, and, and why. I would love to hear about how you would modify this methodology and, um, yeah, and talk about this in a group. And this will seg into what is episode 50. And I have, from today right now, three weeks to figure out what I'm going to do. And I, uh, I look forward to it and I appreciate your attention and your awareness up until this point with knowledge plus experience equals wisdom this has been episode 49 who are you and this is chris bircher i appreciate it take care guys be safe